You wanna hear a good joke? Nobody speak, nobody get choked. Sports fans, it is Friday here on 89.1 KHOL, and Teton Sports Talk is here to bring you a little bit closer to your weekend. I'm your host, Massey Zeman, back in studio because he has to repeat the same thing he did last week for luck. Adam Chenault, Bengals fan number one. Who day? And Graham Trainer down in Texas watching the Lakers-Philadelphia game. Yeah, Lakers look like trash. No LeBron, though. Um, I'm excited to have Adam back on calling this Chenault 2, the chenault and want to know how do you feel going into tonight? Is this going to be more like The Dark Knight or Terminator 2 or on the bad side like Matrix 2 or Hangover 2? How you feeling? Uh, oh, according to sequels, ranking your ranking yeah, this ranking podcast. Sequels. Sorry, ranking sequels. Let's yeah. go ahead and we're going to say we're going to win some win some uh, <laughs> hardware on this one. Oscars, Emmys, finally, Golden Globes. Uh, I'm feeling like Grown Ups 2. Which was the better of the sequels? Oh, okay, yeah. Oh, that's speaking a... of speaking of Kevin James Massey, it's <laughs> it's show night. It's uh, it's premiere night. Are you gonna stay up till midnight and catch the showing? Home team? Actually, I, I'll put that at a strong maybe. I will oh, honestly nice. put that at a strong maybe. My the pain I feel, and maybe we'll just lead with this. Sean Payton is out as the Saints head coach. He won the Saints' only Super Bowl. He's really the only coach that has had major success with the Saints, sustained sustained success, and my heart hurts. I'm sorry for you. I'm back to silver linings and moral victories with the Saints, and it makes me sad. Yeah, we don't don't want to see you sad. We know you've had a very uh, wonderful decade-plus, a Super Bowl mixed in there with a bunch of Alabama national titles and it's been it's been a rough rough go of 2022 for you for football so we, we want you to keep your head up and worry about the pelicans the pelicans that's that's another saga that i that i <laughs> tune into occasionally and then i'm like oh right 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 this stinks still and can't i'm i can see the hole and i'm going down into it and there's dark down there and but here here's something that i, I did see brian leftwich fan of the podcast Getting an interview with the Saints. Yeah, it's great news. I mean, I know you you had originally gone to the Jags, which would be the the coming home story, but I'd much rather see the the Saints pick him up. The NFC South, I mean, you we have we'll mention it later, but Tom Brady's flirting with retirement. Mm-hmm. Carolina and the Falcons are nowhere to be seen. The Saints have a good defense. Let's forget about the fact there's seventy five million dollars over the cap next year. But <laughs> that being said, it's going to be a weak division, and, a, and an offensive-minded coach with Alvin Kamara could be pretty sweet. Yeah, you were nine and eight this year. That's Almost if the uh, if, one game, and if San Francisco hadn't beat the Rams in Week 18, then the Saints would have been in the playoffs, and they took them to overtime, and now they're in the NFC Championship game. So why did he retire, Sean? Uh, he says it's family, but he's probably going to move on to like the Cowboys or something, and that's going to make me angry. So did mm-hmm. he just sign a deal with the devil? Because McCarthy's coming back next year. No, I know that he's going to step away from football for a couple of years. Exactly. So did he say, hang out for a year to Jerry Jones, and next year I'll come? Maybe. I think so. It fe- it feels that way when you read some of his – read some of like the, the tea leaves a little bit. If you say – if you look look around, you're kind of like, well, 
all right, I'm going to get back to my family. I'm going to kind of do some things. I'm going to going to get that itch again. I'm going to get back into coaching in some capacity. It feels like Dallas is his only other destination for now. I mean, you know, he might go coach the Packers. Once uh, McCarthy can't make Jordan Love in anything. Not McCarthy. Uh, LaFleur. LaFleur can't do anything with Jordan Love. I don't know, something like that. Actually, moving from New Orleans to Green Bay, Wisconsin would be would be terrible. I feel like he'd be moving somewhere warm. Yeah, maybe he's going to take the Miami job. This is this is starting to sound eerily familiar to the Urban Meyer story. Except for Urban Meyer has blood on his hands. Well, well, <laughs> Literally. Well, hey, Massey, Bounty Gate. Don't don't act. People people don't forget. Oh okay? yeah, Brett Watch Brett Favre's blood is on Sean Payton's hands. <laughs> I I have this in my notes. Do you feel that Sean Payton's legacy is is tainted? No, no. Flags fly forever. Does it have a tarnish? Is that tattoo removed? (laughs) Is it tarnished? No. No, that was all the defensive coordinator's room. Who was that guy? I forgot. I already forgot. He's still in the NFL. Greg Williams. Greg Williams. Uh, That was all Greg Williams. Sean didn't know a thing about it. Squeaky clean. Ah. He did his time. Mike Vick did his time. Sean Payton did his time. I agree. I agree. <laughs> so I agree. I just wanted to, wanted to I just want to dip my toe. No, when when the Saints kicked the field goal to beat the to beat the Vikings, it was I mean, all those sayings, it was like the pigs fly, whatever, like hell's frozen over the Saints going to the Super Bowl. Incredible feeling. Remember where I was. I was actually at a Orbit. Second story. Shout out Orbit. In Charlottesville, no free ads. I'll expect a couple of beers when I get there in Charlottesville next time. <laughs> um, let's. Oh, actually, let me bring up something before we do the huddle. Uh, we talked about this a little bit before the show, but there is a snowboarder out there, and you know who you are. Ew. There. <laughs> not only that, but this guy. So there was an accident out in Teton National Park where Sar had to be called in for a skier who got slid in the sliver. Luckily, only broke his ankle. But the facts that came out about it, and this is, I don't want to get too serious of a tone, but these two skiers were hiking up the sliver. It's a walled-in couloir. There's nowhere to go. Uh, a, a solo boarder came up behind him, started hiking after them, passed them on the boot pack. But his mistake was that he dropped in on top of them before they got up, slid one of them. He only, luckily, like I said earlier, broken ankle, had to get rescued. But that snowboarder, there's a snowboarder out there with a bounty on his head. For a couple of guys. I mean, like that's like an on-site mistake, and I just want to put it out in the airwaves. Don't drop in on top of two people. I think it's fair, fairly obvious, and maybe I can have a little support from uh, Adam and Graham here, but it seems like such an obvious thing. And you can see the whole couloir when you're standing at the top. You look down, you're like, oh, there's somebody. It's steep. Maybe I'll wait. Maybe I won't drop it on top of them. Maybe I won't be selfish, and I'll ski first or ride first, and then they can come. Maybe they can ride with me and watch me go down. I- I'm just been infuriated by that and i wanted to get that off my chest adam do you have anything to add there don't mess with the mountains yeah the, they, they they'll get you and and, and don't mess with you don't inappropriate probably don't believe don't belong in the sliver in such a rem, remote spot yeah it's back there if you don't know your ethics properly trainer from your experience uh all i know is i've heard aaron Rodgers likes to snowboard yeah that's a good point. Good segue. That was something that was bu- building up inside me. And I don't know if it's my platform on this show to say anything, but it's my loudest platform. So I had to say something. But uh, it is. It is. It's a, it's, it's a selfish move. 
Yeah, I, I don't know what that guy's. I mean, was his wife giving birth and he was in a hurry? I don't know. There's really no excuse, in my opinion. Like sometimes when people are speeding, I'm like, maybe their kid is maybe their sick. wife's giving birth. Maybe their wife's giving birth. No, nowhere in the backcountry is like, hey, my priority is me, and I shouldn't consider you. Like there's a completely different culture back there, and if you're in a rush, then you can't you can't take other people's lives in and make them in peril because you are impatient. Don't be in a rush. Yeah. You just but the fr- but the fresh lines, bro. Yeah, I mean, it hadn't snowed. It hadn't. Speaking of which, it hadn't snowed in two weeks, and it's just been cold, and it's wearing on my psyche, like cold, <laughs> cold, like negative fifteen in the morning, twelve degrees during the day. I can take it for about five or six days, and now now I'm just grumpy. I like wake up cold. The only time I'm warm is in a hot shower. Welcome back to Three Guys Complaining. <laughs> all right, all right, that's all up. I'm sure everyone wants Adam, to hear about you, this. Adam, when you pull that soapbox out from under Massachusetts. Yeah, here we go. My bad. Let's <laughs> oh, no, oh, let's get to the huddle. The huddle is the good news of the week, the critical number of the week, something you were stuck on, your quote slash question of the week. Graham, your good news of the week. Uh, yeah, we kind of touched on it a little bit. Mine was uh, one man's trash is another man's treasure, question mark. Sean Payton was spotted eating at a Chili's. Uh, Massey Chili's was invented in Dallas in 1975. So conspiracy, coincidence, I don't know. We'll see. Sean Payton, man of the people, eating at Chili's. I'm sure he was handing out uh, game balls like all the coaches in Cincinnati. He was like, here's a game ball. He just has a bunch in his in his car that he signs and hands out at the local Applebee's. Yeah. Don't we can, talk to me about Sean Payton. No, I know. We can tie a bow on this, but like there is the – possibility if he wants to coach for the Cowboys right away and not do a one-year, two-year hiatus, he has to be traded technically. So the Saints could get something back for him if that were to be the case. Um, Is that because his contract goes to for the two more years? Yeah. You can trade coaches? Yeah. Has that happened? John Gruden, John Gruden got traded before he got canceled, like from the Raiders to the Bucks. Oh. Yeah. Fun fact. Any any other good news besides my, my demise? The potential of Mike McCarthy departing and Sean Payton coming in. No, I have no actual factual, actual factual good news. It's just <laughs> hypotheticals. Okay, Adam, your good news of the week. Well, I'm gonna just go back to last week's script. The Bengals won a playoff game, and they did after Joe Burrow got sacked nine times against an elite Tennessee Titans rush, and he looked good doing it. He looks good all the time. Except for those rose-colored glasses. Did he have a better post-game outfit this time? He did. Uh, I don't know what it was. It's a little uh, outside of my spectrum. but <laughs> You weren't paying attention to the to NFL players' fashion? Uh, you know, I, I, you know, I'll dabble. <laughs> Every now and then you'll see Cam Newton and be like, what the hell is going on? Well, yeah, that is. I think he means admiring from afar like what, what the artist means by his outfit. Yeah, no, uh, he he was he was better dressed. Um, I think his teammates got to him. He was wearing some sort of Nike dragon inlay, sort of satin throwback coat, sport jacket. You know the ones I'm talking yeah, about. The, yeah, the high elastic that covers the bottom of your ponytail. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. All yeah. right. Nice. Seems like a nice guy. Um, he also said that during that game that he called three or four plays. Uh, ad lib because his his headset went out i read that today and that sounds like the making of a, of a good of a like a nfl quarterback in year two absolutely did you read what coach zach taylor said to him uh previously 
Meaning just in the past? No. Nothing to do with this specific event? Zach Taylor looked at Joe Burrow and said, don't go acting like your headset's going out so that you can call your own plates. And he was like... <laughs> ding, ding, ding. <laughs> he was like, wait a minute, I hadn't thought Light about that before. He's like, oh, yeah, the headset. He's like, no, I can hear you breathing, Joe. I can hear you in there. <laughs> when I first read it, because I remember... I actually remember it from watching the game because I have such a photographic memory mm -hmm. after seeing it eight times this week already. <laughs> uh, I remember the point. And when I first read the quote, I thought he said, don't go showing your cards by saying, like, by, you know, doing the thing where they put their their hands on their ears and they're like, I can't hear anything. But then going back and rereading it, I was like, Joe was actually, he was doing that not to the other team he's doing it to his own coach oh he was like i actually can't hear a thing my good like news that. my good news of the week jeff fisher returns to football saints no no uh oh. man <laughs> i could go eight and eight with jeff fisher all all day um, usfl the usfl reboot the michigan panthers has hired jeff fisher to be their head coach I can't keep up with like, is the XFL still around? When it went since when is the USFL back? I, I this stuff is just. What was the Rock doing? Wasn't the Rock doing XFL? Yeah, I thought so. I don't know how that's what, what's all going. Anyway, yeah, I I saw that he. What is he? The Michigan what? Panthers, baby. Oh, the Panthers, nice. He's been in Montana fishing for the last like four years. How has he kept up with football? In Montana, they have Wi-Fi. Yeah, I don't know. He he talks about his Montana cabin and he's just up there hunting and fishing being like you do do and then i guess um, the the right job came along. <laughs> maybe him and kanye are uh close he's been down in cody he visits <laughs> occasionally the uh 10 game season 10 10 game season i can't wait to watch the first couple of weekends highlights and that's about my interest in spring football i don't know how you feel adam you know i watched it last year and a buddy of mine and i each took a team and kind of had a, a bet. We lost interest about week four. Yeah. So nobody ever got paid that 20 bucks. Um, but <laughs> Which maybe I should go back and review. Yeah, maybe someone out there owes you 20 bucks. Maybe. Yeah, who's the treasurer? Who's the treasurer of the league? Um, you know, I'll tell you what. Uh, Cardale Jones played last year for i think the washington team and i think that's why i chose washington as my team oh interesting um beat, and uh, you know the alabama crimson tide what i said a big fan of cardell he beat the alabama crimson tide in the national title game oh yes oh oh i was, I was like right. don't you talk about the what are you talking about the tide and the don't don't loop that in with washington football team and you know i just love to see an ohio state quarterback do well Every now and again, he in just, the NFL, yeah, he or just the falls, XFL, falls or forward the, and gets five yards. He just timber. Talk about a guy that never should have left. I mean, didn't they have three quarterbacks in that draft? Probably. And that like two of them got hurt. Who who were those three quarterbacks? It was JT Barrett, uh, yeah. Cardale Jones. Barrett got hurt, and Cardale was like third string. Yeah, he got drafted by the Bills, right? I think yeah. that's right. Who did they have as the starter that got injured and then JT came in? Uh, we'll get Todd on that. I have no, yeah. I cannot remember. I think I can't remember either. 
Graham, what? Uh, oh, by the way, by the way, I had another good news of the week, but this is uh, due to injury, which I'm not a fan of cheering for injuries. But Dick Vitale is taking the rest of the season off from commenting college basketball, and I just cannot stand his voice anymore. And I thought it, w- it was a little bit of good news, but it's an injury, so I'm not going to go there. If I were to s- cheer that on, it wouldn't be injury related. But since it's injury related, I'm not going to say anything about it. Messi, what's your problem? You're such a jerk. Oh, also, uh, by the way, I was up late watching uh, Pac-12 basketball. Bill Walton is hilarious. Oh, God. How many many boomers was he on? Yeah, dude. It's a good thing that, like, New York, it's too late for, like, New York City and the East Coast to tune into Pac-12 games because he rambles. And people, you get nothing out of the broadcast of X's and O's. It's just him on a monologue for, like, an hour and a half. And it's great. But once... ESPN starts catching on to it, they're going to cut him out. But for right now, you should enjoy it. You know, good for him. Living his best life. Just doing the thing. Just doing the thing. Uh, Trainer, what is your critical number this week? Mine's 12. DB12. Nope. Another another football-related 12. Uh, this is Karen Rogers. Cup. 12. Mm. No, not that one either. No, no, not a quarterback. We're talking about the, the true MVP after Burrow. Uh, Cooper Cup had 12 has now I still be still playing has 12 games with a hundred yards or over as a receiver. It's the first time since, or it's at the most, sorry, it's tied for the most ever with Michael Irvin from 95. Really? Yeah. Pretty crazy, pretty crazy season for him. Did you know that Cooper cup and Matt Stafford ate breakfast together every day this season? That's beautiful. They had a breakfast club together. I think that's probably where the connection came from. The breakfast club, the breakfast club. That's cool. Yeah, that's what they called in the huddle before that bomb against Tampa Bay. They're like, all right, breakfast club on two. No, <laughs> thing of beauty. The uh, the Bucks going down was a pretty – it was so interesting how it happened. It felt like Tom Brady's inevitable, and then Matt Stafford pulled – they all they just gave him an all-out blitz, which I guess suggests that they're like, okay, we cannot have you kick this field goal. We're going to prevent you. We're going to at least try to stop you. But that just seemed like a pretty pretty dumb play against a veteran quarterback. Yeah, I can't believe um, what's that guy's name? Winfield just like got burned by Cup. I think that's probably when he tied the record there for 100 plus yards. Um, he got burned though, and that's the same guy who was doing the peace sign to Tyreek Hill in the Super Bowl last year. So tough luck. Ooh, 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 ooh. ooh. Tyreek Hill threw up the deuces this weekend on that touchdown, and I thought it was the coolest thing I'd ever seen. Did you know that he threw the deuces up to a guy that was in front of him? Yes, yes, yes that, that was the, the coolest part. part. He was like, see ya. You ain't catching me. Come on. <laughs> I'm about to, yeah, about to burn you. Um, side note on that, that Tyreek Hill had two of the top five fastest running plays of this weekend. Really? Two of the top five where he hit 20 miles per hour. I don't understand how he catches the ball and then he jumps back like two yards. Y'all notice that? Oh, yeah. He catches, turns, jumps back, and you're like, mistake, and then he just – Finds his little lane and just takes off. 20 miles yeah, that an was hour? Like the, the, yeah, I mean, it was uh, – I feel like Devin Hester kind of made that famous because, you know, the, the badass punt returner for the Bears forever. Yeah. Yeah, he was able to th- – those guys with that speed and that, like, field vision when they're doing punt returns, it's just it's wild. Well, there was a guy for the Chiefs um, a number of years ago when the Chiefs were one of those – Oh. Jamal um, Charles? Oh, Todd. No. Todd. Todd. Mm-hmm. He's asleep again. I'll remember it. I'll remember this guy's name. Um, And I just saw a highlight this week 
on NFL showing his his speed. Just that same sort of deal where he he was playing the Broncos and he just catches it, jumps, slaps a dude in the face, takes three steps, jumps back again. Dudes are breaking each other's ankles. Yeah, that might be Last name is Hall. Yeah, he was good. It was back in the Brody Brody Croyle to uh, what's his name? Uh, Tony Gonzalez years. Beautiful, beautiful years. Dante Hall. Dante Hall, yeah. Yep. Adam, what is your critical number this week? Oh, back to the script from last week. Number nine. Mm-hmm. Is that nine sacks? That is nine sacks. Mm. But it's also it's also number nine. Just, Joey B. Just how do you get sacked nine times and not man. flinch like that? Have it not deflate you? I know it's it's been a lot of talk on all week long, but man, he threw for three hundred and forty eight yards against the Titans. Does the Kansas City uh, front scare you at all? Absolutely. But not as much as that Titans front. I mean, the Titans had the lowest sacks in the league last year, 22. They went out and did their work, brought in some players, and they jumped to over 50. Yeah. And then they had n- nine. That's a significant amount of snacks, sacks. It is. And snacks. <laughs> you can't yeah, eat that snacks. many snacks in a city. You can't eat that many snacks. But they had nine sacks, and it was, it was impressive. Uh, it was a little deteriorating to my confidence during the game. But I literally looked at my wife before the game started and I said, first play of the game for us on offense, we're going to take a sack. Luckily, first play of the game was an interception (laughs) for the Bengals and we have the ball in their 40. So a sack on first down, which did occur just like it did the week before against the Raiders. It's a trend. Joe Burrow just likes to get hit so he can, so he can get himself in game game shape. He might. He's like, I'm just going to go ahead and take one on the chin here just to just to loosen things up a little bit. Yeah, and they, he definitely held the ball a few times, and that's what I love about him because he's not just going to get rid of it and throw a Kyler Murray two-yard pick six. Pick six. You know, he's he's out there, and he's – I mean, the, the rest of the Bengals are – they're catching on. Do, They've caught on. They are, they're feeding off of this. And what's 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 curious about the Kansas City Chiefs is that they can go back. They seem to have regressed a little bit defensively in the last four weeks. The first, what? Against trainer, the Bengals. Yeah. The f- trainer, back me up, and, and Adam, you know. Like, like The first eight weeks they were terrible, and then the last six weeks they were good, or then there was a four-week stretch where they were good, and then they played the Bengals, and, and they things went, have kind of fell, fell apart since then. They went 7-0 and before they played the Bengals. In yeah. week 17, which is now the sixth, the second to last game of the season. Mm-hmm. And then the Bengals came out and got down big. Joey B. You think they're going to... No big deal. Consider Jamar Chase in the game plan this this week since he hung 350 yards on the last game? But who can, who can cover him? I don't know. He's so fast. He's so fast. And back to where we just got from the number. So Tyreek Hill had two of the top five, including number two, which he waved to Matt Milano. I think his name's Matt, but it's Milano for sure. Sure. Yeah. Uh, The number one fastest player play this week, Jamar Chase on a wide receiver screen in the first quarter, went for close to 60 yards, hit 21.0 seven miles per hour how do you do that in full pads how do you do that in the first quarter when you're not even warmed up yet and and your quarterback's not throwing it to you because you're being sacked every time 
it's just time. It, I don't. It's getting so absurd the speed in this game that it's, it's so much fun to watch. Um, where are we in this the, the round robin here? Is it my critical number of the week? It is. It is. Did you do you not understand the assignment, Massey? I'm. I get lost. <laughs> I get lost when there's three people. I'm Point. like, what are we talking that's a, about? That's a, that's a show joke from last week. Um. 5,316 yards, 43 touchdowns, 12 interceptions, 44 years old. That's uh, Bryce Young. That's Tom Brady. Jameis Winston. <laughs> I just wanted to go ahead and say he led uh, – Tom Brady led the passing, led the NFL in passing yards and touchdowns at a, the geriatric age of 44 years old. Um, I'll paraphrase here, but he says he's meaning a lot about retirement, family stuff uh, to consider before he – uh, says he's not or says he is or not retiring. Uh, here's one, but not playing football. There's a lot of joy in that for me as well. So basically, what I'm boiling it down to: Tom Brady's out of the NFC South, and someone can come into the Saints and just take over take over the NFC South with Tom Brady out. No way. You just re- did you just break news on Tom Brady retiring? I'm gonna go ahead and call my shot. Tom Brady is not gonna retire, and he's gonna haunt me for next the next couple of years. <laughs> There's no way his kids will be i mean he's gonna have them working out at 6 a.m before school they're like dad go back to work <laughs> that's a good point they're yeah, like i don't want to run routes i don't want to run routes it's it's 5 a.m in the morning it's like no you got to get up you got to get up this is when champions get up they're like i'm 13 years old why would he retire other than the obviously the family but from a physical standpoint mental standpoint i mean he was down and out the bucks were down and out in the third quarter it was 27 to 6 he got strip sacked he he was not looking good and he he still has an arm he can still hurl it downfield he brought them back from 27 to 6 with three minutes left in the third quarter was they tied the game with 42 seconds left which you used to think was maybe enough time to leave the other team to still pull off like a stop but as mahomes has now proven us wrong 13 seconds is that your yeah, that was my my almost uh almost critical number i i don't think it's i don't think it's overstating if we talk about if we spend an hour on that game we could 13 seconds everybody thought this is it the bills are going to do it and Mahomes was like that's why they call me the champ baby and still his his wife didn't did you see his wife was spraying champagne on the crowd after it happened people are going after people People want to hate Patrick Mahomes, but they can't hate him, so they just pivot to the people around him and just throw shade on them. Well, her and his little brother are not single-handedly, double-handedly. <laughs> Both hands. Giving <laughs> the entire United States fandom to the Bengals on Sunday. Because... I could say that. They're... I don't know exactly what they're doing. <laughs> they're doing something. But... Making America cringe? Yeah. I mean, she was in her heated box, and she opens up champagne. Not a big deal if it's in your in your box. But don't go spraying it on all the fans sitting down below you. They're cold. <laughs> yeah, what does she think? She's the queen of France? What was she doing there? That, just throwing pound cake to peasants. the masses? You're peasants. Yeah. Graham, what is your stuck on this week? Oh, I, had a good, I actually had a good spin control real quick for you. Some good news for Massey. If the Saints hire away Byron Leftwich, then Tom Brady doesn't have Byron Leftwich anymore. And we know Tom Brady's a system quarterback. So there you go. There. Boom. Very nice of you, Perfect. Grant. But we all know that Byron <laughs> Leftwich is gone 
He's gone. So it I see through your your smoke. It's your it's smoke a feel and good. mirrors. Adam, it's a feel good thing. It's, nope. it's positive he's, vibes. He's throwing you softballs. I know. I just want, I just like the positive vibes here. He's so down. He's so down all the time, Adam. I gotta help him out. Uh, am I stuck on? Yeah. Yeah, mine's the the Rogers versus the uh everybody's rooting for me, rooting against me because of the the unvaxxed status. Massey, I remember, I don't know how long, what have you been doing this show? Over five years now? Yeah. Almost five. We we were on this early back at back when Giftgate happened, when he sent all of his Christmas presents back to his family. Yes. He's always he's always been a turd. This is not this is just, you know, this is another feather in the cap, another another uh page in the story. It's really and and we mentioned it earlier, the victim card that he plays, like, oh, only people only watch to root against me. It's like, well, you're a very root againstable, hateable guy. One, I guess you do have enough self-awareness for that, but to turn it into something else completely, like millions of people watched because that entire weekend of NFL football was electric and you were just part of the process. You played an NFL divisional round game. I'm sorry people tuned in. Don't make it about you and some pity party about your vaccination status. It was pathetic. Yeah, he couldn't score 14 points. Yeah, he scored and you also scored 10 points. So you you don't don't say people are rooting against you. you. You scored 10 points at home. You're 0 and 4 against San Francisco. You've lost 7 playoff games in Lambeau. You stink. That was yeah. pretty. There was a good he's, he's pretty good. He posted it. <laughs> he's yeah. he's actually pretty good. But I just I want, it was good to say. It felt good to say. It felt good to hear. I mean, there was a there was a pretty funny um there's a video of him complaining after losing on the road in the playoffs and he's like, "Did you see this? It was from like two one year ago, two years ago where he's like, I mean, it's just it's just not fair. We got to get one of these at home." Meaning mm. like we need to get a one seed and Yeah play at Lambeau and it's like what that doesn't help anything for you yeah it is, none of that is helping you got it nailed it nailed it what is your stuck on Adam last week's script <laughs> you got it you can't change it can't. it's, it's got to be the same everything's got to be the same I've noticed you haven't changed your socks no nope. things smelling here you're but I, I respect I respect what you're doing you're welcome I'm noticing that you have three pieces of Bengals gear you have a hat, a shirt, and a, and a sweatshirt, all Bengals gear this week. I don't blame you, but I'm just I'm just now p- piecing all this together. It's been one of the greatest weeks of my fan life, <laughs> if not the best. Are you just consuming all the media? I, I can't get enough. Uh, my wife works a couple nights a week. I got both my boys. I got one kid screaming, one kid that needs to go to bed, and I'm just like watching NFL.com or watching NFL Network, watching just – Everything I can consume, as you should, as a as a winner sh- does. You know, I'm just just still so proud, so excited. <laughs> um, Skyline chili's been been simmering on the stove. There was literally last week I saw, or this past week I've seen somebody shotgun a can of Skyline chili on the internet. Oh God, the internet! What a wonderful place that 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 place is. One of them street peddlers just shotgunning Skyline chili. Ugh. Gross. What's your stuck on this week? So the MVP award again. Here we go. All right, all right. Joe Burrow. I know that I'm biased. Joe Burrow's gets sacked nine times by top five defense, number one seed in the AFC. He stands tall, throws for 348 yards. Does not even waver. And then you get Aaron Rodgers, who literally walked down the field on their first drive, scored a touchdown. 
and then couldn't throw it to anybody else other than Devontae Adams or he, he just Aaron didn't Jones look anywhere. Backfield. Didn't look for anybody no. else. No, there was no. We've seen I've seen the highlights because I've watched nothing but ASC divisional round highlights on repeat <laughs> all week, every night after work. Um, and so again, this the it, we we go back to the frame of work. Yeah. So Graham was just saying that Cooper Cup just had his. 12th 100-yard receiving game in a season, which sets a record. Mm-hmm. But his frame of work is now into the postseason. Mm-hmm. But we go back yeah. to MVP, and it's only the regular season. Why? No. Well, would you give it – wouldn't it start going towards, like, the Super Bowl champion MVP would be the same as the regular season champion MVP? Maybe not. Maybe. didn't Did Lamar win – Super Bowl MVP when he won MVP? No. Like two years ago? No. But he was in the postseason. Yeah. And he played well in the postseason. Who did they lose to that year? I can't remember now. It's a good question. I don't know if I remember. I mean, it was his, per, it was his first postseason and his first MVP, obviously. Maybe his second season in the league. And I don't think he played poorly, but they lost. I know they lost like their they're like the one seed in the AFC and they lost whatever that home game was. I think it was when Tennessee went and played the Chiefs in the AFC title game, um, if I remember correctly. So maybe Tennessee it was the Chiefs. The road. And Tennessee had beaten well, maybe a bad Patriots. Example. Maybe a bad example, but no, I just fine. I just think the framework has got to be. Well, you're also talking about writers, and and we just recently learned that Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens isn't getting in because the writers don't like him. And Barry Bonds, I mean, despite the steroid era saving baseball and Barry Bonds not being a very likable locker room guy. He still has got the most home runs, most hits, most, I don't know. You can name some stats on base percentage. You're yeah. I mean, he's like one of the only players, maybe the only player ever to be walked. I mean, this is a a funny, weird niche stat, but being walked in, they've walked, they walked him with the bases loaded, which doesn't happen. He's, he's a great hitter. He screwed things up, obviously, with the media and with with the steroid contract. Did they walk him when the bases weren't loaded? Like when he couldn't bat anybody in? They walked him and let they walked him and let a, a run walk in from third. I've also I've also seen it where they walked him without any runners on, meaning like they were just so scared to pitch to him they didn't want to give up home oh, runs. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. happened. Yeah, Two that outs. happened even more. Yeah, they're just like game's over. Yeah, just put them put them no. on first. But yeah, the. The baseball Hall of Fame is just so it's so screwed up at this point because like Pete Rose, most hits in history, not in. Barry Bonds, Barry Bonds, most home runs in history, not in. Uh, Roger Clemens, most Cy Young, seven one in history, not in. It's just like I know there's controversy, but you, it, it's just a double standard, and the writers are not consistent. Thanks for the Cincinnati shout out there, Graham. Pete Rose. Oh, Pete Rose, yeah, for sure. Before your time? I mean, I was alive when he was alive because he's still alive. Yeah. <laughs> so that he's still alive. Yeah, uh, he's, still he's been uh, he's been alive for a couple of years while I've been alive. All 30, 38 of them, thirty six yep. of them. The uh, best, or as I say, the best comparison I can think of. To I hate to I hate to make this comparison, but when Dirk got the one seed with the Mavs and then imploded and lost to the eight seed Golden State Warriors, and he still got the MVP like the weekend after that series meltdown, they got swept in the first round eight versus one seed i forgot it's about like that. he gets the mvp and he's like oh this is fun so it's an empty stadium like thank you for the, <laughs> the trophy but this is the thing is that aaron Rodgers is going to get this trophy for whatever reason because i think i just made a case for tom brady i think you did too that's what i was about to say 
I mean, he put his best foot forward. He was down and out and still he almost scored, pulled off the Falcons. He scored more points than Aaron Rodgers. He absolutely did. So, you know, somebody out there needs to fix this because I said so. <laughs> you heard it here first. Uh, my uh, my talk on is, well, it was Sean Payton, but we've beaten that horse to death. Um, Breezy Johnson, Jackson Hole local. We'll shift gears here. She is going to miss the Winter Olympics, which I still think are, has not started yet. I don't know when those start. Um, because she crashed. She crashed in a training exercise. She had won second in three World Cups this year. She was America's best chance at uh, getting on the podium in the Winter Olympics and downhill skiing. She wrecked. She's out. It's uh, it's a bit of local news here, but also, I guess, on a world level, we're going to be sad that to see that she is not going to compete this year. Um any anything to add on to that? That seems to be pretty cut and dry. Get better, Breezy. Come on, Breezy. I think she's they go at like ninety miles an hour. If you wreck going ninety miles an hour with no seatbelt, you are screwed. She is she is so much tougher than Karen Rogers. <laughs> Shit. Karen Rogers and Breezy Johnson, if you put in a room and said only one of you can walk out of here, Breezy Breezy doesn't even break a sweat. Nope. Dude, Karen Rogers in the Winter Olympics snow, uh, snowboard downhill. That's probably <laughs> is that next. Uh, Graham, what is your quote or question of the week? Um, I hate the transfer portal. Whoops. <laughs> that was it. That was a deep Debo. No. I, I put two words too close together. I hate the transfer portal. I sat behind Pat P, Mo Claiborne, and loved it. Made me hustle harder, work harder, pushed me to the greatness. Tyron Matthew. I know this one. There you go. Yeah. He's, I love this, uh, 29 year old, like get off my porch, Clint Eastwood, boomer millennial attitude against the transfer portal comes right after Jermaine Burton transferred from Georgia to Alabama, throw a little shade. Yeah. So we're, we're, we're sports cycling here. So let me, let me chime in. Um, Hardman, a former, uh, wide receiver for Georgia who now plays for the Kansas city chiefs with Tyron Matthew said, when uh, Jermaine Burton transferred, he goes, how do you go to the team we just beat and leave a team you won the natty with? And I can tell you, I can tell you why. You ready? Good, good. Everyone's ready here. How about one wide receiver in Georgia history, program history, Terrence Edwards in 2003. There was single season one 1,000-yard uh, receiver in Georgia history. Bama has had four 1,000-yard receivers in the last three seasons. In 21, it was Williams and Mechie. With Williams had 1,500 and 1,100. In 2020, Devontae Smith had 18, over 1,800 yards. And in, ni- in 2019, Jerry Judy and Devontae Smith both were over the 1,000-yard mark. And Bryce Young is the Heisman Trophy winner. And they've been four first-round draft picks, which seems to be Williams being Jameson Williams being the fifth first-round wide receiver draft pick coming out of Alabama. The Ohio State transfer, um, oh my gosh, why am I blanking on him? That just got to Alabama. He's He had a hell of a season. He's going to be drafted, uh, not this year, but maybe next. And that's why. And Stetson Bennett said he's coming back, and he was like, okay, bye. Wait a second. You're telling me A.J. Green, formerly yeah. of the Cincinnati not Bengals? 986 yards, A.J. Green, in his best season at Georgia. Wow. And he was a top five pick. And Matthew Stafford was throwing him the ball. We're trusting Matthew with Georgia facts. So wow. I know. That's why I dove. That's why I dove. Terrence Edwards in the 2003 Sugar Bowl 
on an 11-yard touchdown catch broke the 1,000-yard mark. See, after the Heisman. (laughs) (laughs) What is this world coming to? I can't do it anymore. I can't take it. That, that's pretty yeah that is a pretty good stat though because yeah Stafford didn't have one and as of he didn't have a receiver have that amount and then AJ Green didn't have one himself that's pretty crazy yeah I mean Georgia is a running school right that's what they hang their hat on and they've been confused at quarterback for I mean Jake Fromm uh Murray and now Stetson why did Jake Fromm leave early can someone I, I so kinda... he can go to the New York Giants and back up Mike Glennon and run around for his life man he should have stuck around. He could have been. He could have been a little bit better at Georgia. I mean, if Jake Fromm stays another year at Georgia, is a what three or four year starter there? He's selling used cars in the lot across the street from Stetson Bennett the rest of his life, and life is easy. <laughs> I mean, I just Stetson Bennett won a national championship. Bryce Young won like what, like an Aaron Rodgers MVP award? Who cares? <laughs> I like it. Don't don't you don't you dare, Trainer. That's all I got left. <laughs> Oh, man, at the end of my pitiful rope. Uh, oh, so pitiful. <laughs> no one feels bad for me. I don't understand it. Uh, Adam, what is your quote slash question of the week? Looks like we're going to the AFC championship game. Oh, yes, this is great. I'll let you I'll let you explain it. Evan McPherson, our rookie kicker, round five, pick 149. Right before he walks out. With ice in his veins in cold, cold Nashville, Tennessee, to kick a 52-yard walk-off game-winning field goal and send the Cincinnati Bengals to the AFC Championship game, which we are two and zero in in our history. Just so you know, just throwing that out there for you betters. I don't know. I don't remember who he kicked for. Did he kick for Florida. Kicked for Florida. Yeah, Florida. Um, what? A legendary thing to say, and and knowing the moment, did he do it like on his warm up kick? He was like out there, like, ah, ah, yeah, I feel, yeah, I feel pretty good. Let's go to the AFC Championship, guys. Let's just button this up real quick. Yeah, and he didn't make a big. It was it was just like to his confidant who was standing next to him. You know, it was like backup quarterback. Yeah, and Joe yeah. Joey B just heard it, and Joey B is the one that spread this to the media immediately after the game because he's a he's like a proud brother. Yeah. Brother, and and uh, Joe Burrow had. A, I thought it was going to be more of a quote about Joe Burrow saying, "Hey, we're tired of being the underdog. We're in it. We're in this thing. Like we're not just happy to be here. We want to win." You know, that was a close second, uh, but this one you just couldn't pass up. I yeah. mean, this kid has been ice. I mean, he's been lights out for us. I mean, he was twenty eight of thirty three all season. That's almost eighty five percent. That's eighty four point eight percent on field goals. Did you just do that math in your head? Yep, I did. Oh, because I'm a genius. <laughs> I was like sitting here. I was like, who the hell crunched those numbers? <laughs> who who says that? I didn't even write down the, the yeah the correct yards for all the wide receiver thousand yard. I just wrote the first two, and I was like, well, that's a big enough number. Well, there you go. Oh, you nine, make it up. nine for eleven from fifty yards this year as a rookie. That's so. That's well. That's is uh, hopefully that makes the case for all the the kickers in in college saying, hey, if they, this guy can get drafted in the fifth round. What did Rex Specs out of uh, Georgia? Didn't he get drafted? He was like a draft pick was spent on a spent on um Blankenship. Hot hot rod yeah. Hot oh, rod. Blankenship. He Colts. plays for the Colts. Yeah, yeah. They, but they, then there's another guy that's also wears glasses, right? That was from that who plays for the Bears? Sanchez? Oh, I don't know. Did I, I butcher that? Did, I think Gold just got cut from the Bears and then beat the Packers on a 
last second. Okay, here's another kicking thing. During that game, did you see the long snapper sprint down the field? Yeah. After Gold yeah. got kicked the field goal, and he went and like just grabbed that ball. He knew he understood the assignment. He was like, "I'm going to go get this thing and go give it to my kicker." And the one of the quotes of the week was Jimmy G saying, uh, "F the Packers on a hot mic," and it was like, "That's pretty sweet." Well, Absolutely. well done, Jimmy G. Everyone can get on board with that. All right, with the time remaining. I think it's time to talk about coaching vacant. Nope. We're talking about the AFC Championship and the NFC Championship. Graham, I'll let you lead. We know where uh, where uh, Adam's going to go with here. The Bengals are at the Chiefs. The Chiefs are f- favored by seven points. Your initial thoughts on this game? Whew. Yeah. Um, we were talking about the front. Talking about uh, Chris Jones versus what the, what the Titans had and Bud Dupree. I know they had some other guys. That was like the big name they got away free agent they got from the Steelers um yeah I mean I think it's gonna have a lot to do with Honey Badger's health okay can, yeah what can he do in center field what how can he help out I don't know like if the there, uh, former UVA player was it Anthony Thornhill something Thornhill is one of the Chiefs corners I don't know I mean I think Burrow's gonna have a good game I don't think he's gonna get sacked nine times but I think he he'll definitely He'll get he'll get a couple pops, but he, obviously we've already talked about he likes to get one to get it going. Then he likes to have a cigar to end the game. But <laughs> I'm he, feeling good about he's this like a man. Game. How does Joe Burrow have so many cigars? He's like a man that just had a kid. He just has some. He's just handing them out. He's like he's like oh check the. He's like smoking a cigar on the sideline. People are like where the where the hell did you get that? You can't smoke um, in the huddle, man. <laughs> it's, a, it's like the replacements. Yeah. The kicker's putting out a cigarette. Joe Burrow's like oh oh I gotta I gotta go throw some touchdown passes. Let me let me hold my cigar. No, I think I think the Bengals have a good shot at this one. I'm not just saying that because present company included. Um, I mean, having Chase and then having also Boyd and Higgins, even even Uzama. I mean, they can spread the ball around, and that was tough for the Chiefs to handle last week when Gabe Davis had the best postseason receiver game. Who's Gabe Davis? And he had the best. He had 400 yards or something. What did he have? He had four touchdowns. Four touchdowns. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or 90 yards. Yeah. So. And, I think if they have some, yeah, they have talent at receiver besides Chase, they'll be able to pass it around. And here's the thing is that Josh Allen only threw it to Stephon Diggs like two or three times, and he got seven yards, and that's mm-hmm. their that's their number one. Joe Burrow will get it to yeah. Jamar Chase. It's not always going to be pretty. might be a bubble screen or something. But like you said, Graham, okay, we t- got Tyler Boyd. We got T. Higgins. He was, yeah. he was a first-round pick last year. But I- – who People fell forget. to the second round. People forget. And because we were the worst team, this was two years ago, I guess. Because we were the worst team two years ago, we had the number one pick in the first round, number round, number one pick in the second round, number one pick in the third round. That's how you do it. That's how, yeah. <laughs> so, Urban Meyer, sorry, bro. You blew it. No, I mean, <laughs> Urban geez, Meyer. I mean, sorry, Bengals have maybe the most talented receiving core in the league. And Stop. I don't think Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow is not going to be nervous in the spotlight he's not going to be distracted by jackson mahomes doing twerking on the sideline or whatever he does yep can you tell me anything about the Bengals defense i know nothing about the Bengals defense and they're going against patrick mahomes uh the the mayor the governor the governor the governor i forgot oh you mean who had the game winning (laughs) interception such an idiot logan wilson wyoming's wyoming's own logan wilson wyoming's own that's true. Um, besides besides him, God, uh, 
Well, a, we've got a, we got a bunch. I mean, of you guys. got four interceptions last week, right? Ooh, we had, I know. We I got had three. One. Eli Apple, because he he was getting into a little beef battle with the Saints. Oh, and the, yeah, and the Giants, yeah. That was a good one. I saw a highlight reel of Eli Apple, and the song was like, "You were never that elite. You're a clown," kind of thing. It was some rap song, and I was like, "E." But he had the breakup. To he had the breakup. The interception. He had a tough. He had a tough go early season. Um, fans were calling for his head, but he yeah. really he settled in. I think he got some of the Joey B locker room talk, some of the CJ Uzama locker room talk, and they said, "All right, man, it hasn't worked out for you anywhere else." We want you here. You can make this work. And they just kind of, you know, we've seen some of these guys can be some hotheads. Yeah. I don't know from experience, but he's settling. <laughs> he's settling down. He's doing, he's doing. You just got to tell him like, this is the AFC championship. Don't go punch anybody in the head. Yeah. AFC championship. Yeah. And stay off Twitter, man. <laughs> Come on. Just shut it down. Like why? You just won. You just won the divisional round. Huge upset for the Bengals. I mean, you're going to waste your time on negative comments like that. Like, let's keep it. Let's ride this wave. Yeah, let's together. Focus. I'm on it. <laughs> Come on. He look, looked around and was like, well, Adam Chenault's here, so let, well, I better focus. Um, let's uh, – I okay, official prediction. Well, I got two. The Bengals are going to win a squeaker or – Patrick Mahomes is going to turn into a robot and beat him by 40. Yeah, that's why they play the game. Yeah, I mean, it's I'm going to stay on this uh, the Beagles, Beagles bandwagon here and full-on rooting for Joe Burrow to get it done against the Chiefs. Uh, Trainer, do you have a prediction on this? We lost <sighs> Trainer. He's back. No, I got you. It was, it, was a long, it was a long pause, a pregnant pause, a big sigh. I'm thinking Chiefs by four. Good. You don't want, you don't want people picking. You want that underdog. We want that. Yeah, you want the underdog. You don't want you Keep don't want big us. media people like me just coming out here banging banging the drum for Bengals too much. For sure. Have you seen Kansas City's big drum? I didn't realize they had one. It's enormous. Who beats the drum this uh this this week? Jackson? Ooh, with his butt? Yeah. He just twerks the drum. Gets gets, oh, the, love it. gets the people you know going. That, you know that uh Andy Reid has taken two teams to four straight conference championships? It's unreal. Yeah, that's pretty good. Pretty good coach. First ever. Right. First ever. Only only one to do it. Uh, all right, let's let's transition to the NFC here. We Wait said, a second, I don't get a prediction. Oh, oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Please come on now. By how many? Uh, by how many? Man, Graham, I appreciate you saying that we're going to cover the spread. That was nice. Because mm -hmm. um, I I did just look at. I mean it. I just looked at the last. I mean, this is their fourth straight time hosting this game. They lost the first one to the Pats. Tom Brady's last. Oh Super yeah, Super Bowl victory in, in overtime over the Rams, and then and Patrick Mahomes never touched the ball. Um, and then they won the last two decisively. Mm -hmm. They beat the Bills last year by it was definitely double digits. Yeah, it was like 10, 12, 14, mm -hmm. somewhere in there. Um, the year before that, I forget who it was because my memory it was, was the Pats. They they got they got. Payback on no 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 sorry it was the Titans when the Titans we mentioned earlier the, yeah the and they kind of smoked them it was like thirty eight seventeen yeah it was that was over that the Titans. was a bloodbath um, the Titans the Titans had beat Tom Brady in his last Pats game ever at home and then they went on that run beat Lamar yep. and they got smoked by the Chiefs yep um and so I think the Bengals are up for it I think that I said it last week we're naive uh they're not scared of what they don't know to be scared of sort of thing 
the Bengals yesterday at Paul Brown Stadium during practice. You could hear the sound noise that they were pumping through the speakers outside the stadium. They're prepping. They're prepping. They're oh they're, yeah. Um, they're hungry. I still I still got faith. I'm gonna, not going to bet against them. Bengals by? Uh, by 11. 38-27. <laughs> yes! Yeah. I just made those numbers up. Yeah. It sounded right. I don't even know if you can score. I don't even score that. No, uh, that's great. I love that. Um, with a little time we I got gotta... remaining, trainer, 49ers at the Rams. We predicted, toot our own horn a little bit, that the NFC West might be the best division of football, and now, or in the NFC, excuse me, and now here we are. Probably football. 49ers yeah, we all, at yeah. the Rams. Rams favored yeah, by three and a half. We said, yeah, we said all of football in that one. Um, yeah, Shanahan six and zero in last six uh, six matchups with Sean McVay, his ex quarterback coach when Shanahan was offensive coordinator for Washington. Yep. So he's got he's, yeah he's got his number as a coach, but I feel like talent on both sides is going to rise to the top here. I like the Rams and I like the Rams by probably Adams 11 that he likes the Bengals by against the chiefs. Maybe, I think this maybe is 12, 13, yeah, 13 points. I'm, I have the same, I have the same feeling that, but it's also, there was also the SoFi stadium was like, please don't sell your tickets to San Francisco. <laughs> like, please don't hold on. Which to backfired them. for the Titans this past weekend. Yeah. Cause the Titans did that to the Bengals fans and the Bengals fans, they showed up. They were like, sorry. Sorry you didn't invite us to the party. We're here anyway. Yeah. Uh, I, I have the Rams covering. What about you, Adam? I got the Rams covering. The Rams and Bengals both last weekend won me money together on a parlay. We're, we're running it back? We're running it back. So I like it. Um, I, You know, 6-0 Niner, Niners against the Rams past six. Niners are hot. But I think that this is like Sean McVay's. He's 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 tired of this. Yeah, I, I there's there's a lot to be said about that, and I feel like Sean McVay has starting to adjust his game plan. He yeah, I felt like he had like it was almost like Coach Boone off the, remember the Titans. He had like twenty five plays and he's ran them the whole time, and people got used to seeing him. And now, I mean, we forgot that Vaughn Miller's pretty good. Totally, totally forgot about that guy. Really good. <laughs> um, yeah. So the Rams' defense is is better than I gave them credit. I thought they were. I thought they were not going to do anything against the Bucks, but they's all they're clicking all at the right time. The Rams seem very like they have more m- powerful momentum than the 49ers do. Not scoring an offensive touchdown against the Packers. Dude, Jimmy G is eight and two since he joined the Niners when he does not throw a touchdown. Okay, so, so key to the, key to the game. <laughs> let him throw a touchdown. Yeah. Okay. Give him, give him that Ben Roethlisberger send off. Yes. Oh, Just man. let him throw one to end it. Sports fans, that is all the time we have for you here on Teton Sports Talk. Download the podcast wherever podcasts are available. Um, that is it, and that is all. Who day? <laughs>